Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. First off, happy Thanksgiving. Happy belated Thanksgiving. But anyway, I hope it was a great holiday for you, the listener out there, because I personally had a good one myself. Since this is the day after Thanksgiving, that means there is a whole bunch of Black Friday sales out there. There was also a movie that was released earlier in the week that shares the same title of the infamous day after Thanksgiving holiday. So that means it's time to announce the movie and here we go. Starring Devin Sawa, Bruce Campbell, Michael Jai White, and Ivana Baccaro, this is the 2021 Casey Tebow directed Black Friday. Black Friday tells the story of some toy store employees who are fighting for survival against infected people, more or less fast-moving zombies who are infected by this parasite that is caused by a meteor. That really is all there is to the plot. I don't think this movie needed any kind of extra story tacked on to the whole thing. It would have dragged the movie down. This movie's a very efficient hour and 20 minutes or so. Never really drags. I like the fact that there's parts of the film that it feels like it doesn't let up. It's kind of disappointing when it does let up, but it allows us to get some pretty good character moments that are almost essential to any sort of zombie or infected person style of horror film. One of the things that I really enjoyed with this film is its use of satire. It has a pretty good idea of what it is to actually work in a retail environment, especially on a chaotic day such as Black Friday. The movie also goes to show us about how much corporate greed plays into something such as Black Friday, where the company doesn't seem to really care about the employees themselves and their well-being. Instead, it cares more about how much money they can get for the day. As somebody who's worked many Black Fridays over the course of their life, as well as worked a long time in retail, I can speak for a lot of people where we don't get near the amount of respect that we should. Whether it's for management, corporate, the customers in general, sometimes as a retail employee, just a ground level employee, you really get treated badly. Thankfully, I'm in a job now where it's a little bit of a different type of retail, and I don't have the same types of things going on as what was presented here in this film. But when I worked at Toys R Us and Circuit City, yeah, it was pretty bad, especially on those days. There was many times where we'd go without breaks. We would also get treated poorly by management and the various people that came into the store. I think that if you're going out on Black Friday, let's try to treat everybody with a little bit more respect and let's try to keep things light. Let's joke, let's smile, let's laugh, let's have a good time. Those employees are sacrificing times with their families just to be there so that you can get your thing that's on sale that you absolutely can't live without or that you need to give your child for Christmas. There's a ton of satire on display with the film Black Friday. I really enjoyed that I could actually identify with a lot of it and I think if any of us have worked during one of those chaotic times on a Black Friday, I think you can really identify with the things that are going on in the film. I actually just wish the film itself would have went a little bit further with its satire. I wish it would have been a very brutal satire and take on the whole situation and idea of Black Friday along with corporate greed. A lot of the characterizations and the various characters presented are definitely true to life. Granted, they're caricatures, but there's a lot of truth involved in what they're doing. Look at Bruce Campbell's character of Mr. Wexler. 
He is the general manager of We Love Toys, this fictional toy store. When we find out a little bit more about him, we see that he really doesn't have anything else in his life. This is his livelihood. This is the only thing that he has, this retail store, where at the end of the day, he could be replaced at any given moment. It's kind of sad when he says, you know, this is what I do for a living. I take calls from district managers and give them numbers. Even up until the very last moment that he's alive in the film, he wants to go down with the ship. So no matter what, he's going to make sure that he's going to die inside of this store. Well, come to think of it, maybe the satire is a little bit more brutal than what I thought. The whole idea of company loyalty and how far would you go for your company is maybe a theme that's played out a little bit too far and not enough all at the same time. I could also identify with two of the other characters, the first one being Ken Bates, played by Devin Sawa, who says in the film he was only supposed to be there as a temporary person, it was supposed to be a temporary job, but instead he's been there for over 10 years. That actually sounds pretty familiar and kind of scary to real life for me. You also have Ryan Lee's character of Chris Godecki, as he's a loyal employee who really wants Employee of the Month, he appears to be a good employee that somehow gets disrespected and never recognized for the good things that he does for the store. Again, that's something that I can definitely empathize with. I think how much you're going to get from this film is for one, if you like horror, for another, if you've gone through similar situations in your life. I myself have, and I probably enjoyed the movie a little bit more than what some people would. So outside of the satire that's presented, how is the horror? Well, the horror isn't really scary. This isn't a film that's going to scare you at all. It's meant to be a horror comedy, and it definitely leans more into the comedy realm. I did enjoy the fact that we have a lot of practical effects on display. I was thinking that this movie would have a lot of computer animated things, very cheaply computer animated things, and yes, we do get some pretty bad digital effects towards the end of the film. However, most of the effects and carnage on display are practical, and the movie looks great because of that. We have former K&B founder Robert Kurtzman doing the special effects. Robert Kurtzman worked on a whole bunch of films throughout his career, namely Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. It should be no surprise that these infected people are somewhat deadite looking from the Evil Dead. It definitely has that look about the infected zombie-like people, and I honestly love that aspect about it. One of the more impressive things about this film is that, yes, it's a low-budget horror comedy B-movie. It doesn't aspire to be anything more than that. I think it works in its favor because director Casey Tebow really does a good job as far as hiding the budget with the way the movie looks. The movie actually looks great. The only times when you think that it's a low-budget film is when you see those poor digital effects and also when you see that the toy store itself was not very well stocked. It doesn't look like they had near enough product for such a big store on a day like Black Friday, but I'm willing to look past that. I forgot to mention too, Michael Jai White. Uh, it was great to see him here. I haven't seen him in a movie in quite a while. He does a lot of direct-to-video films nowadays, but I gotta say his character, he was badass and killed way too soon in the film. 
sure, maybe that's a spoiler, but we all know that there's a large cast of people here simply just so they can be dispatched pretty quickly. It's just that whenever you have a character that's as awesome as what his is, it's a little bit too quick and kind of disappointing. One thing I wish the film would have leaned into a little bit further is the body horror aspect. It's said at the very beginning of the film that a meteor is the thing that caused this and I guess things falling off of the meteor, these little fleshy things that are infecting the people, well it's definitely changing the way that they look. They wind up going from looking like people to looking more like creatures, not quite zombies, but almost like an alien skeleton type of look. They're also a part of a hive mind type of idea. I guess the budget of the film itself prevented them from actually exploring this further, but it would have been nice to actually see. The actual final creature itself almost reminds me of something that I would have seen in John Carpenter's The Thing. It's not quite as gross looking, but thankfully it's practical and it's not a digital creation, even if the digital CGI effects don't quite gel with everything that's going on. One of the more strange things about this movie is that if you look at the Rotten Tomatoes score, as of right now it's at a 60%, which means it's fresh. If you look at the IMDb score for this film, it's at a 4.9. That's as of this recording. Of course, those could drop or go up. I would imagine they would just drop. It's fun to see that critics are actually being receptive to this movie because it is a very fun movie. It's an inoffensive movie at an hour and 20 minutes or so. Granted, there is a lot of aspects of the film that don't exactly work. Some of the humor just seems mistimed. But for me to judge it too harshly would be a disservice to the film itself because I really think that everyone that was involved with this film, their hearts were in the right place and that they did create a very entertaining film overall. One thing I had to look up on where this film was actually shot, it was actually shot in a former Babies R Us location. I would have guessed that it was a former Toys R Us location, but the Babies R Us stores were a very similar layout as far as just the way the store looked on the inside. It definitely gave me that vibe of a Toys R Us, mostly because of the fact that I worked in one for, I don't know, two or three years back in the day. If anything, it was nice to have that certain extra little bit of authenticity for the shooting location. Overall, this may be a film that is not for everybody. I personally enjoyed it a lot, mostly because of my work history in the past. There was a lot of things that seemed incredibly familiar, and for that reason, I really liked it. As I said earlier, some of the things didn't exactly work, but I always admired what they were doing throughout the film. If you're going to watch this film specifically for Bruce Campbell, you may be a little disappointed because he almost has an extended cameo here. But the rest of the film, thankfully, was pretty good and a good time. I would say check it out specifically if you had some of the similar work history of working in various retail locations, or if you're looking for a horror comedy that has some pretty awesome practical effects scattered throughout. I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. If you don't do the whole social media thing, you can drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying my podcast, why not tell a friend about it? Why not tell two friends? Or if you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. 
It'll allow me to continue to create new content as well as reach new listeners. But with that being said, happy Thanksgiving, happy Black Friday, be kind, and good night.